Welcome to Salute to the Ears, where my family and I discuss everything Disney, from parks, food, and rides, to travel tips, movies, and more. everyone welcome back to another episode of salute to the ears and we are quickly approaching valentine's day so i'm not ready not ready (laughs) so we're going to talk romance romance at the parks the resorts family friendly romance version on here this will not this will be at most pg-13 for anybody right listening um, we will give you a warning if it's not safe for little ears. So if this is your first time joining us, I am your host, Jeremy Simon. And the lovely voice you heard next to me was my wonderful wife, Erica. Hi, guys. And like I said, yeah, we're going to talk the romantic part of the parks for Valentine's Day. And you got all the different parts of it. The resorts, the actual parks themselves. Uh, Disney Springs and some of the other activities going on around it. My favorite part, the food. The food, yeah. There's there's good food everywhere. There really is. There, yeah. Um, but let's start with resorts and romantic resorts. And should we? We'll we'll pick a few. Okay, I I, I want to talk about my top three. I think. Yeah. Um, because. You know, you have you have the three different levels of resorts, right? Mm-hmm. You have your value resorts, your moderates, and your deluxe resorts. And while all of the resorts are nice and have such amazing quality to them, you even within like say the deluxe level resorts and and deluxe DVC resorts, right? You have a vast difference in kind of your um, romance levels right. between those parks. So right. the 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 kind of romantic um, stay or romantic you know evening that you could have at say Animal Kingdom is vastly different from if you were to be at Grand Floridian. Right. Um, and so I don't think it's. It would be fair of us to talk about this as far as, you know, just this is our top one or this is, you know, the one we feel is the most romantic. A, because all of us have a different idea of what is romantic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, even between the two of us, we do. And the uh, all of our listeners are going to have a different idea of that. But it really does. Like, there are so many options. There's so many ways that you could have a really beautiful, you know, stay, a really beautiful um, time, adventure at right. Disney World um, and have, you know, it it could, from one end of the spectrum to the right. other, the, as far as, so like... There's so many different styles and theming within the resorts themselves. Yeah. So, my top three, my number three would probably be... I know it's on your list too. Okay. And that is Coronado, the tower. Yeah, the Grand Casino Tower, particularly. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's that's that one's definitely on my on my list. I like this one because it's in it's still in the moderate mm-hmm. 
price range. You don't have to necessarily go to the uh, deluxe side mm -hmm. and the extreme luxury luxury of like a Grand Floridian or something that's going to be three times as much expensive. Yeah. I mean, we're going to talk about restaurants too, but for me too, in that you have really nice rooms, mm -hmm. you know, available to you, a gorgeous lobby. Right. Right. It feels very high end. It feels very um, luxurious. Uh, and then you have great restaurants mm -hmm. and amazing waterfront view. You right. know, they do weddings out there now. Yeah. Like it really has a lot of good, you know, right. photograph spots. It, it, um, it has a deluxe feel at a moderate price and you get things like a lounge up on a high, mm -hmm. high level with fantastic views. Oh yeah. Beautiful. And I mean, that's, I would say for this one, as far as like romance level though, Nighttime's definitely better than daytime as far right. as the romance level. Though. Right. I think that's probably going to be a running theme for me pretty much throughout this whole thing. Yeah. Like for me, the parks and the resorts have increased magic at night. Yeah. It's, I am much more of a close a park down rather than Open. hit rope drop. Yeah. So, but that's, that's where I'm at. Everybody's Whereas a little I'm bit like, different. Whereas I'm like rope drop, take a nap. Yeah. And then close down. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, I mean, that's probably ideal. That's, but... that's my, that's my, I, the only day that I am a morning person is a Disney day. So that is. Right. Um, okay. So on our list, on our top three, Grand Destino Tower at Coronado. Right. I would have to say if we're, you know, you're staying on property and I'm going to go against the grain for me, uh -huh. I grew up thinking that top of my like romance list would be Grand Floridian, right? Yeah, like I, no, I thought for sure yeah. that was the end all of like beautiful, right? you know, it was like everything 1990s uh, family right. sitcom. <laughs> right. But now, if we go there now, it feels like... I'm afraid to sit on the furniture. Yeah. It feels it, like somebody's older aunt or grandma is going to come around and go, you don't sit on that furniture. That's the, that's the fancy that's, furniture. That's the fancy furniture that nobody's allowed to touch. Grand Floridian does not even make my list. No. Nope. Um, I actually go to the opposite end of the spectrum, like I mentioned earlier, of Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, Yeah. Um, That's a good one. Animal Kingdom Lodge, for me, you still get this, you know, yes, you're farther out away from things. It is so much quieter right. out there. It really is so much quieter. Again, gorgeous, absolutely stunning views. Amazing, amazing food options mm -hmm. for you. Um, you know, you get the opportunity to potentially wake up and sit on your balcony, drink a cup of coffee, and hang like, out with hang, a giraffe. Yeah, hang out with a giraffe. Like, how cool is that? Um, again, completely opposite into the spectrum from the like kind of luxurious, upscale, you know, right. modern thing that's happening at Grand Destino Tower. Right. But for me, this would not be my top one, but this definitely ranks no, up there for me as seeing Animal Kingdom it. Lodge. It's once again, you got a beautiful lobby. Mm -hmm. Big, grand, huge lobby that the grounds themselves, even at night when you're not necessarily looking at the animals, mm -hmm. is beautiful. Like, mm -hmm. you still got the torches and all that yeah, kind the, of stuff. Yeah, the, like, lighting the lighting is, is still fantastic. really fantastic. And the atmosphere in there is real. It's really nice. Mm -hmm. It's it's 
as much as a Disney resort can be kind of laid back, mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of laid back. It, a little it, bit. It feels like you are completely away from the parks. It, it really does transport I mean, you. You are, really. You are, but <laughs> it really does transport you away from being in Central Florida. Yeah, it does. It does um, a really good that, job at that. That is one of the things I like. So it feels like a little more of a getaway than maybe, say, some of the ones that that do still just have that feel of a, right. of a really nice hotel. Right. Um, because there is so much amazing theming tied right. to all of its African roots. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have this amazing experience of getting to kind of feel like you have really gotten away. Right. And this is a, another resort whose rooms were redone. Mm-hmm. They redid them I during COVID. I love the new headboards. Yeah. It's actually the old headboards. It, they're the old headboards and they, they built re- them up. Yeah. And they raised them. Yeah. They built them up, added some more, you know, molding to them, but they are fantastic. I mean, they were nice before. Right. But they just, you know, bumped them up a notch, right. you know. No. Excuse my pun there, but like it it really does make yeah, an impact. They did a impact. nice job. It's the rooms are a little brighter mm-hmm. now, so than before. I mean they were nice before, but they were definitely starting to look dated. Yeah, and again with the making it that theming is it's not so over the top that you're right. like, you know, get sick of it, but it's enough that it makes you feel like you are not just in central Florida. Right. And it's there's subtle Disney touches in there. Mm-hmm. It's not like in your face Disney. It's not like staying at Art of Animation or something. Art of Animation and like and like Polly's not gonna make my list. Like yeah. Polly Polly could be that way, but as far as like the rooms go, it's Moana's very much in your face. And same thing with contemporary. Yeah. Like t- contemporary fantastic location, but it, Okay. So I think we agree on our number one. Yeah. From our conversations. Right. I think this one hits our both of our lists for our number one. Right. Is there another one besides that one? So if Animal Kingdom Lodge is my number two. Okay. What, like, do you have another one that you would uh, label as your number two? I'm going to throw another one in there as maybe, like, an honorable mention. Okay. And that's going to be French Quarter. Okay, yeah. And that's where, that's where our honeymoon was at. Our, our belated honeymoon, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's a small, intimate resort with romantic activities that we'll get into here in a little bit of something that you can, there's things to do there. It's There's more things to do there that are, yes, you could have your family do them, but they're really geared towards adults staying there. Um, That is one thing that I'm, you know, as we're talking about this, like, yes, obviously kids are going to love Animal Kingdom Lodge and the animals and things like that, but... It's a little more of an adult resort, right? Yeah, it and is. And so I feel that way the same as far as Port Orleans. So you have the two sides of Port Orleans, right? right. I mean, they're technically two separate entities, but they really are go together. Yeah. They're really one. Port Orleans French Quarter is a more adult resort. Yeah. It, it really is geared a little I, bit more towards grown-ups. And I don't think that's the way it started out as – because you see, like – the alligators and stuff doing Mardi Gras and their, their pool and stuff. It's yeah. not – it's not – It's not only for adults. No. But no, it no, no. has a little bit more of an adult feel compared to Riverside, right. where right. Riverside is much more family-friendly. Right. But here you can get your beignets and mm-hmm. uh, you got some entertainment that goes on there. Mm-hmm. So it's 
it's a nice, nice, small, intimate resort where you can walk to everything. It doesn't take forever. Yeah. You can hop on a boat and go to Disney Springs, mm-hmm. which it's like a 15-minute boat ride or something like that. It's yeah, not it's crazy. not bad. It's not crazy. So that would probably be like an honorable mention. Okay. And I mean, and it's a good price point if that's mm, one of those things you're moderate, looking for. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually on the cheaper end of the moderate. Like, yeah. as far as like Grand Destino is like the most expensive of the moderates. French Quarter's down there pretty low. Only problem is since it's so small, sometimes it's tough to get those rooms. It can be tough to get the rooms. And while you have water transportation options over to Disney Springs, you don't necessarily have as many transportation options as a couple of the other moderates. Right. Right. So it, it does can make a difference there in that um, as far as availability and as far as ease of staying mm-hmm. there. So, yeah, I mean, it's, again, at night, beautifully lit up. Um, right. Definitely gives you that feeling of being away, not just being in Central right. Florida, not just being at a hotel. Right. Like, you get that... Um, immersiveness right and if like you love the new orleans theme and the mardi Mm -hmm. gras theme this is this is is your place yeah Yeah. absolutely so okay let's go with go ahead and go to our number one not necessarily like these aren't this probably is the top one for both of us yeah even though we haven't stayed here we've been inside we've been inside we've ate here but we haven't gotten to stay here yet it's it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and that's Riviera. Yeah. Yeah. There is, you know, when they were building Riviera and and we saw it and it was almost done and landscaping still needed to happen and the building was there, but it didn't have all the, you know, the full feel of it right. yet, right? And it's essentially attached to Caribbean, right? I mean, you, yeah. have, you have two neighborhoods from Caribbean that got demolished in order yeah. to put in Riviera. And the... I looked at it then and I was like, ugh, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know if I if I actually like this, like if this is right, you know, how this is gonna be. I really had my doubts. It looked like a beautiful building. I figured there were gonna be lots of great things about it, especially being right mm-hmm. there on the Skyliner um, track. But once we went and actually like walked around that property. Right. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just, one, absolutely feel like Walt himself, you know, designed some of the spaces and, like, was a part of it because he is so, um, he's so included in, right. and his, in his people are so included in, um, all of the photographs and the right. uh, the artifacts that are around, mm-hmm. like in the library, and you just have all of these touches that are like, wow. Um, I feel like every time we walked into a new hallway or a new room, it was like, what is this? This is so right. cool. This is amazing. Right. It's tight. So again, you have that inti- right. intimate aspect right. of Riviera. It is not a sprawling you know, grounds of lots and lots of room. I mean, you have lots of mm-hmm. rooms, but, like, they're all very compact. Yeah, no, it is. It's one of the smaller resorts. Especially for a DVC resort. Right. Um, it is It is smaller. There's a little more intimacy, but 
again with that high end, very luxurious feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the details just right on point. Right. You know, activities to do there. The pool feels very luxurious. It doesn't feel so kiddish. Yeah, right. They hit their theme of what they were going for with that kind of the, oh, Mediterranean-ness. Yeah. Yeah. The pool is kind of along those lines. It's still, it's a nice pool. It's a luxurious pool, but it's not like... It's not like Boardwalk or some of these other places where you got like these massive features in there mm-hmm. that are just kind of in your face. Yeah. No, it, it feels more subtle. It feels more like you could just lounge by the pool and and that would just be the norm. On top of that, you have beautiful Hourglass Lake in front of you mm-hmm. um, or really on the backside of Riviera, but that, you know, and being able to see the Skyliner right. and you have views of... Um, when fireworks go off from, um, you have the potential for viewing fireworks from around Absolutely. that area. Yeah. Um, and Especially then if you're up in a lounge, you also have amazing food. Yeah. And that's from quick service on up. Yeah. Like my fa- that's my favorite quick service that we've been to. Yeah. I, I yeah. could have just sat there and just ate and talked like all yeah. day. No, it's like, it's. Once again, it's small mm-hmm. in there, but they have tables on the outside. Yeah. Almost makes it feel almost like a French bistro or something. Yeah. You just out feel there. like you're in a little like um yeah, it's just like a little bistro that like you right. you've walked into. I mean, they're always these little tucked in, right. you know, spots. Yeah. It's like you, you feel like you could go there for breakfast and sit there and drink coffee and the next thing you know it's lunch. Yeah. So it, yeah. it by far is, for me, that hits the romance level for me. Again, right. lots and lots and lots of options. If you are way more into um, modern aesthetics, you know, like, yeah, contemporary might still be a more romantic, you know, it spot for you. Um, if you're very outdoorsy. Yeah. No. Right? Wilderness, wilderness might be your. Wilderness was on my original it's, list. It's on my list, too. Um, it's definitely up there. Again, for that kind of transporting you, feeling like right. you're away from things. But I still feel like that one feels very family-oriented to me versus, right. like, adult. Yeah. So, for me, that's a big Right. That, that's a really hard thing yeah. for me. And that may be something that changes after we stay there. Yeah. We haven't ever stayed there. We're going to stay there this summer. Yeah. So. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Um, okay. So we talked about our our top three for hotels. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we need to talk most romantic park. Okay. This, this is a tough one. I think we differ on this one. Probably so. And Which could be a problem if we ever go on just a trip <laughs> just us again. <laughs> um, I'm actually surprised with my pick. Yeah? Yeah. What did you pick? I actually picked Epcot. You can't pick Epcot. I was picking Epcot. I thought you were picking <laughs> Hollywood Studios. No. Hollywood Studios, especially at night with the lighting, all the neon lights, can be very romantic. Yeah. But if somebody does not like thrill rides... Then yeah, it might be out the window. That's true. So, I I would say like here's the thing, they're all romantic. They like, are again. There's really not like whatever your personality is, you're gonna be able to find something within this. This is right. our opinion on our favorite things and right. what we love and what we think would be 
you know, um, kind of our, our top things, right. right? So for you, Epcot, I would definitely say Epcot too. Like Epcot's definitely up there. For me, Hollywood Studios is at night is a is right, right up there right. as well. I I the princess in me though says Magic Kingdom. I know. Like I it's, just can't. that was that was my battle inside I, myself. Ooh, I can't especially drop at it. night is Magic Kingdom and Epcot. The reason why I went Epcot instead of Magic Kingdom was food. Yeah, I do feel like you have more adult availability for food for just experiences. You mm-hmm. know, you show like you have just stuff that's happening around right. the park that you can you know partake in you have a lot more alcohol right um there's just there are more especially at night there is more you know adult theming to to epcot than any of the other parks really which is weird because if i were to rank my parks during the day and i'm not just going on like romance factor but just like normal park day epcot's probably my fourth oh yeah and i know that takes a lot of people off because I I would much rather be at Epcot at night than during the day. Right. Anytime. Like right. there's not any there's not much at Epcot that I'm like, oh I I really want to be here during the day for. Right. Um, it's pretty. I yeah. like being able to look out, right. you know, across the the lake and be able to see all the different you know right. countries and like see all the different things. Sure, I like that. But there is something about the way. Ball is lit up. There's something you got the about the way that yeah, you the, get the torches around the lake. Now the new show with the fireworks. I mean, right? It's Harmonious just is just yeah amazing. And so I, it definitely, especially right. at night. And again, though, for me, same thing. Magic Kingdom during the day does not have the same romance factor for me as at night. Right. No, it's honestly like Magic Kingdom at night is my favorite time to go to Magic Kingdom. Like. Any of the rides I ride during the day, yeah, I feel are better at night. They just get amplified at night right. in in a lot of ways, and you know I even miss, like I I will admit I miss the electrical parade and, oh, and the things like that. You know, just being able to stand there and and still watch mm-hmm. um, is one of the reasons I'm glad we got to do Mickey's Not So Scary. Um, when we were there last time with the kids was, you know, it was a nighttime parade. Like I, there is something about just kind of holding hands, walking through the park when it's dark, maybe it's a little bit quieter. Right. Um, you've got, you know, the different lighting aspects, like for me, magic kingdom tangled area. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is, that is my favorite, but the lanterns are my favorite. So, you know, that just yeah. seeing those lit up and, and the tower in the background and it's it's really just feels special. Right. It it does. It's and there's there's magic to that park. But when I'm thinking romance, I'm thinking, okay, going to Epcot, having a nice dinner, mm-hmm. maybe walking around with some drinks, watching mm-hmm. Harmonious and the torches all around and uh and spaceship earth lighting up. Singing Rainbow Connection. Yeah. <laughs> That screams more romance to me than necessarily what Magic Kingdom has to offer, primarily because of food. food. So my argument to that is we were talking about this just a little bit before we started um, recording, but I was saying, you know, there are still a couple of places to eat. 
that are nice and and still can offer kind of that that romance factor at Magic Kingdom if you are a little strategic with it. Right. So for me, those two places, and he laughed at my one, but um, obviously Plaza Restaurant it has a such a beautiful view of the hub. It has such a great, you know, you have some of these more intimate, smaller tables. Um, it, it's really, really good food. Um, you share a milkshake. Like, right. You know, you, you've got opportunities for romance there. Um, then my other one that I was thinking of that I think is really can be romantic, and you laughed at me, was Liberty Tree Tavern. Yeah, I think it, it's kind of like you said, it kind of depends on where you sit. Because one, it can get really loud. Yeah. And if you're kind of out in the middle of the room and they just bring you this all this massive amount of food. <laughs> but if you get tucked away... One of the little side, one of the smaller rooms, you get tucked away at a little two-top over right. on the side. You yeah. have a nice, I mean, the meal is so good. And then to have that amazing dessert right. the, brought out. Like the, now, the, the, I know the toffee cake. The toffee cake. Now, they're bringing out more individually now than what they were. But I think if it was just the two of you together, you could probably still get it. Right. You know, brought yeah. out as, as one that you could share. And so there's just opportunities for that to be, um, again, there's lots of ways around right. the entire entire Disney World to, to say, right. like, this can be intimate, this can be romantic, this can be, you know, right. um, a really good couple's experience. Um, yeah. You know, I, again, are right. you... Are you more artsy are you more um outdoorsy are you more um you know like traditional romance are you more modern like you know there's just lots of different avenues that can be taken with that right which i also think is another good reason reason to go over to epcot and it seems like we've already kind of transitioned into food so we'll just kind of keep, keep we'll keep rolling with it i think in epcot like you have so many choices for food in so many romantic areas, like you could be in Italy or France or, I mean, no one really thinks of the UK as romantic, but it's good lighting, especially if you're watching if Harmonious. you can watch Harmonious from there, if you can get a table that has a fireworks view at right. um, Rosencrown, it is a great spot. Right. And I'm sorry, but that is some good food. Yeah. It's a good atmosphere. Okay, again, it depends on the atmosphere. Do you want, like quiet romantic or is loud and and kind of like hyped up right you know because that can be romantic too right but then they also got like the rose garden and stuff in the in the Mm -hmm. back so they have romantic areas back in the uk you could even go back into like china and of course japan like yeah other gardens over in japan are some of our favorites so i was actually talking about that on um the uh clubhouse page on facebook today about you know somebody was asking where the right favorite spots to like spend an hour and i was like in epcot and right i was like this is my it's, favorite spot yeah no and it's we found it because we listen to ww radio like lou mongello is like the godfather of disney <laughs> podcast and like he turned us on to that spot by listening to that and yeah. it's, it is it's a very nice spot you go up there in their gardens and you got the little waterfalls going down and 
you really don't see the busyness of Epcot no, going on No, absolutely not. You. you can still people watch. There's still enough to be able to people watch and be able right. to see things. But, like, it it just instantly becomes quieter. Right. As soon absolutely. as you walk there, the way the um, landscaping is, it's instantly quieter. So there are a lot right. of really cool spots and, again, a lot of really amazing mm-hmm. restaurants. For me, one of my things about Epcot with that is that it, I can't do all of it. Right. And so it ends up feeling like um, decision fatigue for me within Epcot as yeah, far as like a romantic night. So for me, it would be like, you know, we're going to walk all the way to Italy, but we got to walk past mm-hmm. all of these other amazing things too and like get all the way over right. there. And so for me, it's decision fatigue of like there's so much uh-huh. that would be really hard for me to Right. To experience that as a romantic night. And that can be even harder if there's a festival going on. Yeah. Good. Food-wise, though, that is probably... There are definitely places there that I would say are top of my list um, right. to go and and eat at and and enjoy an evening right. at for, yep. for a romantic meal. But once again, it depends on what kind of food you like. Yeah. But I think getting a good meal, maybe getting some drinks or drinks and dessert and waiting for the fire or waiting for Harmonious yeah, is a good night. Okay, so where where is your top like place in the parks to get food then for a romantic evening? Oh, boy. Um, I think, like, for us, it's probably going to be in, maybe back in Italy. Yeah. Just because we both like Italian food. But when we're down there, we both get kind of more adventurous with our food. A little bit, yeah. So, I don't, there's so many there's so many different places. I mean, even Mexico. I was going to say, I, I would actually, like, love... We have never eaten inside at Mexico there. We've eaten at the Quick Service. Right. Um, but Which, we've never... even that, like, when we were there, it's now, like, they'll bring the food out to you. But the Quick Service sits on the water. Yeah. So even that can be romantic. Oh yeah. So yeah, maybe Mexico. Um, I I, would also... I do still like Rose and Crown. It's one of my right. favorites. So and my my family has I got family that came from the UK, and so that's you know for me it has kind of that little like special place in my heart of right. And if Morocco ever opens back up, if yes. Disney decides to open it back up, and it's anything like it was, that was fantastic. And then like I really want to eat it, Les Saliers. Over yeah. in Canada, but I know you can't because they have so much mushroom stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I know that I could absolutely go in there and have the chef not, like, I could right. get something that doesn't have yeah. a bunch of mushroom in it and, and isn't, right. and I would be fine, but the, it would be harder. Right. And so that, you know, again, having to think about dietary needs, having to think right. about different, you know, aspects. Um, I was actually talking to a mom friend of mine about trips and stuff, and they, had um they have a son who has very very specific dietary needs right and who needs very specific things and um disney was one of the places that was the most amazing um at helping to address all of his dietary needs right. and 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 what needed to happen for him and the chef would always come out and and help them and so you know i know that that is something you know, no matter what restaurant we're at mm-hmm. on property that I can find, right. you know, something good to eat. But having to 
you know, handle that can sometimes kill the romance. Right. Right. You know, and having to be like, you kind of feel like a pain in the butt sometimes when you have special dietary needs and allergies and things. And it gets, it gets hard to have to keep asking for help with that. So I think it just depends. Like for me, I think I would probably say Italy. Italy is one of my favorite places right. on the entire planet. I've been blessed enough to visit um, the actual country <laughs> right. and not just Epcot. Um, but the, you know, the food there is so good. Right. It is. But let's go ahead and switch to out of the parks. Let's throw out a couple restaurants out of the parks, either Disney Springs or in the resorts. And you got a lot to choose from. There's a lot of good restaurants now in the resorts and at what's, Disney Springs. What's the one that I want to eat out at um, Grand Destino Tower? Toledo? Yeah, Toledo. Toledo. So Toledo is up on the top four right next to Dahlia Lounge, which completely underrated lounge. Absolutely. The views from there are fantastic, and you have great views from the restaurant as well, mm-hmm. which is kind of a uh, Spanish-inspired restaurant. Not necessarily, like, I mean, like, true Spanish, not like yeah. Tex-Mex. Like, oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. There's all kinds of great uh, different seasonings and spices and mm-hmm. stuff on the food that we don't get a whole lot around here yeah i mean that's the thing is that we have you know some little hole in the wall restaurants that we love they're very authentic and have you know great flavors and have different Mm -hmm. you know we have such a mix of things in kansas city that we have the opportunity authentic italian and right um mediterranean and lots of good greek food and we have um irish and we've got really good mexican restaurants like we have a whole huge mix of it, and, and then there's the barbecue. Um, I mean, so we have lots of opportunities for really good different right. ethnicities of food. Um, kind of a melting pot here with being in the center of the country. But mm-hmm. I like one of the things that I have always loved, and it's the number one reason that I hope and pray that Disney brings back the dining plan, is because it allowed us to be adventurous eaters yeah. without having to worry about if we didn't like it. Right. If It's different if I've already paid for it. Yeah. Rather than I'm going to pay for it. And I know that sounds stupid. Like, it does and it doesn't because then it's just like that's just the cost of the trip. That's just part of the right. cost of the trip. And it didn't matter if you got a $20, you know, meal or if you got a $30 meal. It essentially was coming out the same, same. by the end of the trip. Mm-hmm. And you weren't having to track that right. and, and figure that out within your budget within that because there is the there are ways to eat on the Disney dining plan to yeah. out eat what you paid, paid for the dining for, plan. Yeah. It's hard. Right. It's really, really hard. It's eating a lot of really expensive food. Jackson does his best. Jackson does his best with all the steak he eats when we do dining plan. But um but it it did make us more adventurous eaters and it did right. make us allow us to step out of our comfort zone when eating without as much fear mm-hmm. um, as far as like when you don't like something and then you still have to pay for it. Right. Like it just doesn't feel the same. No, it doesn't. It's even more disappointing then. So right. 
Um, you know, that's Toledo is one of the places that I really, really want to eat um, at Grand Casino Tower. Um, right. I know there was another one that you wanted to eat I, at. If I'm going to go to another resort, I'm going to go to Topolino's Terrace. Yeah. Over at Riviera, which is another one up high. I've heard great things about the the pasta and then they got other things up there, steaks and mm-hmm. like lamb chops and that kind of stuff too. That's one of them. It's another place. It's right next to uh, a lounge. Mm-hmm. Great views. Just another a little bit fancier type restaurant. Um, that one's high on my list. The other one that's high on my list is Steakhouse 71. Right. Um, that one's pretty high on my list. Like, I just want to go there. Yeah, like, I could that, eat lunch there. Right. I, could, it, I could. It doesn't necessarily need to be like a romantic meal. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm going to go... Like, because the other one that was on my list that I was going to battle back and forth with was California Grill. Just really? So, I know it's not necessarily my type of food, but being adventurous and just the view. Yeah, it the really view, does have The view, looking over view. Magic Kingdom, especially if you're up there when fireworks are going off. I don't know that you can necessarily beat that atmosphere. No, and to, to be surrounded by other people right. within there that are... You right. know, having that same experience is, is pretty cool. Right. So, yeah, I, I would say those are all my top ones. Yeah. Um, again, I don't and, think there's a restaurant in Epcot, like a, a sit-down table service restaurant within Epcot that you could really go wrong with as far right. as being able to be no. romantic. Because we had, uh, we ate at the one in China Pavilion um, yeah. when we went, what, for our honeymoon? Right. It was amazing. Right. We had a great server. We had right. a great meal. Like, it was great. Like, I, I... I will say one that may not be high on my romance scale is Germany. Why? <laughs> Pray tell. One, because, one, it's a buffet. Yeah. And two, I don't need to sit there and... Polka music doesn't scream <laughs> romance. I'm sorry. Live polka music doesn't scream Every, romance. Everybody up in, like, <laughs> PA is just, like, disowning you right mm-hmm. now. Um, I hope Nate's not listening to this. Like, um, you know, I mean, it's just one of those things where like, again, what, what, what what is your preference? Right. That is, that is not romantic to either one of us. For us, it is that like nicer, more luxurious meal. Right. I mean, I'm using that word a lot. I know, but for me, that is, I think for both of us, that kind of ups the romance level, right? Like, is it a little more luxurious than what we would normally have? Right. Is it a little fancier? Is it a little nicer? Is it, you know, a step up from... Right. Um, right. You know. It's, yeah, to kind of take you... on paper plates. Exactly. <laughs> taking you out of... Almost kind of taking you out of your little comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But to, like, another comfort zone that you want to be in. Yeah. And, I mean, there's plenty of good restaurants like Grand Floridian and Wilderness and then pretty much anything and everything you could possibly want over at Disney Springs. Okay, so I want to talk about two more things for sure. Right. Um, I want to talk about activities that you yep. can do around Walt Disney World property mm-hmm. that are romantic. Yep. I also want to touch on, you're going to have to think about this. Okay. Most romantic ride. Ooh, okay. Most romantic, like what is your most romantic ride like? Okay. At Disney World. Okay, so we'll get to that one. Activities around Walt Disney World Resort. There are actually more, you know, ways that you could just, like, hang out with your partner um, 
and and just have a really mm-hmm. you know special time together different activities around the parks than you would actually think right one of my top ones one of my favorite ones are the carriage ride availabilities right over at uh french quarter and riverside at port orleans at port yeah. orleans and so you have a carriage ride in between there. Right. There's another one somewhere else, too. Wilderness had them prior to COVID. That's right. And they haven't come back there yet. yet. I would anticipate they're, they They're will. probably going to come back there soon. Um, one of the other things that I think is really cool is how many places that you can rent a boat. Yeah. Nope. It's, you, you can rent a boat, which is nice. But then you just even taking it for transportation between resort and parks. Yeah. And or from Disney Springs to your resort. But yeah, renting one out and going out on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. There's also spots to like rent like the paddle boats or like I mean there, mm-hmm. there's lots of ways that you could go and get out on the water right. together. Lots of spas. Lots, lots of, spas. of op- opportunities yep. to go get a massage, a facial. Um, you know, you can they do have couples massages mm-hmm. in several of the spas available. Um, you know, that's one of those yep. other activities to do again it's kind of a typical one and those right. are kind of typical but maybe mini golf's your thing yeah i mean i think we forget that there yeah there's, there's an, three of them yeah there's three different mini golf courses or playing golf yeah you can go, you can go to the regular play golf. course right there's all kinds of things to do there and it can be even some of the simple things like the, some of the transportation like the skyliner at night when the sun's setting oh my gosh i adore the skyliner at night right or taking like the boat, like I said, from your resort, like Wilderness to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Like nice, easy ride, especially if mm-hmm. you're some of the only ones on there. You're not crammed in there. Yeah. That is the hard part is like depending on when you may be trying to catch that. Right. It could be really busy. It could be, you know, really crowded. And that doesn't really scream romance. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are uh, there are just a lot of other activities to do. Those are some of our favorite ones. I I'm really excited to try and get um, one of the activities that we're going to try to go do um, that is a daytime activity that I still think could be very romantic and be very cool to do together is to do the um, trail rides over at Fort Wilderness. Uh um, So where Circle D Ranch is, try Circle D Ranch, and um, you can actually go trail ride the horses there at the barn. Right. And, uh, you know, for me, that's... Okay, yeah, that adds to like the adventurous side of the romance, mm-hmm. but you know something different to go do that's not really quote unquote Disney esque. Right. Okay, so now you have me thinking. I'm trying to figure out what the most romantic ride is, and that one's throwing me off because I go all over the place on this one. Because I, I automatically like, like I said, I like the parks more at night, so that pretty much eliminates. Animal Kingdom, just because it closes usually shortly yeah. after dark. Ooh, man, I have to think about this. Um, trying to think of something over in Epcot, but there's not a whole lot there because it's not Test Track. No. It's <laughs> definitely not Mission Space. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, so maybe something over in Magic Kingdom? Okay, what's your? It's not. It's a small world. It's not that. Okay, for me, most romantic ride is Peter Pan. Okay, see, and I thought about that one. Okay, so that's for me probably one of my top like because you typically if it's just the two of you as adults like you'll just be 
yourselves in your little flying pirate ship. Right. And you get to kind of just float over and you can just kind of snuggle and and it's not scary and it's not loud right. and um and it's there's you know some of the the scenery that you get to see is very pretty um like you just kind of get to float and so i for me that's probably the most like yeah no that's a good one it absolutely is a good one cuz i was trying to think of something there and first i was like pirates and i'm like well no my other then, one, my the other end uh, of the spectrum for me on that yeah. is Rock and Roller Coaster. Huh. Okay, I didn't see that one coming. Okay, so hear me out, right? Like, what's a huge date night activity, like a date activity, right? right go to a concert, concert. Right? right? Yeah. You can go to a concert together. You can belt out Aerosmith tunes while you're screaming for your right. life on Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, you still could potentially hold hands. Yeah. Like, you have the potential to sit next to each other and still hold hands, you know, two-seat, like. Right. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like. Okay, so I got two. Okay. okay. And they're both kind of odd. So the first one in Magic Kingdom is actually Haunted Mansion. Just because you can, like, they get scared it, and they'll snuggle into you? Yeah, dark and snuggle and, yeah, absolutely. And okay. Like, like, we've always done that ride. And my other one, which is, is going to sound really weird. Is and it's because I love this ride at sunset in particular. Okay. Okay. And it's Slinky Dog Dash. <laughs> okay. I can totally see that one too. Again, with the yes, it's a roller coaster, but you could still totally hold hands. You could still right. totally like. And it's fun. Like, I'm trying to remember does that one go over. Do, does the harness uh, no, go it's, over it's your shoulders? It's just a lap belt. So lap really belt. you can, you know, kind right. of. It's, I don't know. It's just when the sun's setting and the lights are coming on, it's just, it's, you yeah. go down that, that first hill where you had that sharp bank and you're kind of looking out on people. Okay. And it's okay. a fantastic. If we're talking about that area too, I would say another fun romantic one. Yeah. It'd be really fun, especially if you are a competitive couple. Toy hmm. Story Mania. Yeah. You get to compete against each other. You get to kind of have that competition, right. a little bit of um, right. healthy banter as mm-hmm. you're as you're playing. Um, right. Could be very, it's very fun. romantic. It is. It it's is fun. fun. Um, I mean, that's the thing is that for me, romance at Disney World also involves fun, fun. and adventure, and right. It's not just like it's not uppity upscale like no. fancy yeah. romance right. you know for me walt disney world equates that adventurous fun right there's very few things that make me laugh like rides yeah especially at rides at disney world it's they always bring out like the belly laugh and i i would say like romance wise right if you can't go and have fun together in the parks and laugh together and mm-hmm. enjoy each other's company I don't know how you expect to go back to your room and 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 enjoy each other's company. company. Yeah. You know, like if if that doesn't um, make you happy right. to be around each other and to enjoy each other's yep. company and to enjoy those activities together and and enjoy a meal together and do all those things, yeah, it's really hard right. to, you right. know, build a relationship on that and so there's a romance factor there that is built on kind of that magic um that adventure that joy 
um, that can happen right. when you are around at the park. Right. I think the letting go and the laughing together by itself is mm-hmm. romantic. Yeah. And that's what can make the parks themselves, all four of the parks, mm-hmm. romantic. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So we kind of hit everything from resorts to parks to activities to food. Yeah. We kind of hit everything. Good job, babe. Yeah. We covered a lot. Happy Valentine's Day. Yay. <laughs> Go I'm ahead. Not, I don't have to buy you anything now, right? Is that what, how this works? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So please go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Salute to the Ears. Share it with your friends. Please help us grow this. And with that, please go out and find your joy. And have a magical week. Bye.